Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. Hello, my loves, and welcome to the Sacred Energy Masterclass. I'm your host, Shelby Rose. I am a, I call myself a mentor, a guide, a quantum energy healer, and a leadership mentor. I really, truly love helping women shift their energy, helping um, entrepreneurs step into their magic, their gifts, and they really take an energetic and spiritual approach to everything I do. Tonight, we're going to be talking a lot about energy transference. We're going to talk about the importance of setting energetic boundaries and creating really safe, energetically safe spaces. Um, we're going to talk about why those sacred spaces and containers and energetic boundaries allow you to create expansion in your business. Um, we're going to talk about energetic hygiene and also starting to perceive energies and this masterclass really came to me as a download for prepping all of you who are feeling called to go deeper into these understandings, go deeper into understanding how to create really safe containers, how to set these energetic boundaries, how to perceive energies that may be interfering with your spaces, containers, retreats, one-on-one client calls, whatever that may be, um, to prep you for the three-day masterclass that I'm hosting in June um, and really get you prepped to understand and lead up to how we're going to start perceiving these energies and frequencies and why the work we're going to do in that masterclass is so important. So if you feel called tomorrow, we are going to talk about that tonight as well. We're going to talk about sacred spaces, that three-day masterclass. Um, And before we fully dive into this, I want to give a disclaimer. I have a brand new puppy. Um, I had to re-record this last night. was kind of a mess for me. with the pup. So I just said, you know what, we're going to, we're going to re-record it to send out the recording to everyone. Um, so it's a little bit cleaner. That being said, I'm hoping she sleeps through today. I have another dog in here with me. Life is a little bit, a lot right now. And so I just want to give you guys that disclaimer that if I get a little distracted or if there's puppy noises in the background, I am doing, um, the best I can with what I have. So Let's dive in. Um, I do want to start this off with a little bit of a background and why this message is so important to me and why I host this masterclass and this content. Um, There was about a year ago, so many of you who are here may already know the story, but again, I just want to preface this in case some of you are new to my world, new to my energy. 
about a year and a half ago, I had a really narcissistic mentor who at the time I didn't realize, of course, you never realize you're in a relationship with, in relationship with a narcissist until too many things have happened. But, um, I was, I had this narcissistic mentorship and she was really, truly grooming me for a cult. And, um, at the simultaneously, a lot of stuff was happening in my life energetically that I didn't fully understand. At the time, I was doing spiritual coaching and business coaching, but I didn't have a full understanding of energetics. I didn't have a full understanding of how certain energies and frequencies can get put upon us. I didn't have an understanding of psychic attack and that these things were real. I didn't even have a full understanding of how we could transfer energy beliefs and um, entities from our clients to ourselves. And so you know, after being in this individual's energy for about six months, I really felt disassociated. I felt disconnected. I didn't really, you know, I, I explained it as if I was living in a dream reality, as if I couldn't come back to my body. It felt like someone had hijacked my body. And I was just kind of like, my consciousness was just kind of floating along, like knowing something was off, but not, you know, doing the embodiment work, doing the, the healing work, doing the coaching work, doing, I was doing all these things and nothing really could bring me back in. And what I realized is that there was one point in time where I screamed in the shower that all, like I felt something in my field and I was like, you have to get off of me. Like get the fuck out of my field. I don't know what this is. Get out. And I couldn't follow the stream of where it was coming from, but I knew that something was wrong and off and that there was something in my energy that wasn't mine. And it was the first time that I had felt like, oh my God, I'm back. I can breathe. And it didn't last long because I didn't understand that I could seal, protect, clear, pull things off. And I don't say this story to frighten anyone. I simply say it as an empowering thing of like, we have the power if we understand how to use it, right? We all have the power to say like, nothing's allowed to be in my energy that I don't allow. And it's as simple as that, but it's also more complicated because most of us are taught entering the spiritual community, entering the coaching space, how to actually properly clear and seal. We're taught the energetic bubble. We're taught to like, you know, shake yourself off and cut cords after. And yet there's a disconnect. And yet most of us are walking around without being fully equipped to feel empowered and saying, oh, I feel something has entered my energy that's not mine. I'm going to go ahead and pull that out. To feel fully confident that we have the capacity and the ability to do that and not get that mixed up with our own pain, our own trauma, our own healing journey, and really have these clear boundaries of like, this is energetic and this is actually, I just have work to do around this, right? Like there, there's, um, a lot we're going to dive into in the full three day masterclass sacred spaces, um, that will talk about these differences, but all of this is to say my life fell apart, burned to the ground because I was so disassociated. And when I finally woke up, and had my energy come back to my body. It is a year later and I'm still experiencing panic attacks. I'm still experiencing, you know, waves of trauma where I'm a deer in the headlights um, because it was such a invasion of my energy and such an invasion of my free will is what really it was, is that I no longer was the driver of my life. Um, these outside influences were really pushing energy through to lead me where they wanted me and where they felt was best for me. And so I don't say this again, I don't say this to scare anyone. I don't say this to create fear because that's not the vibe. It is 
the intention behind all of this is that where awareness that this is out there and the empowerment to say nothing can touch you unless you allow it and you're or and or we are so naive or uneducated right we don't have the tools in our toolkit to realize that these things play a role in our human interactions so long story short that is why we're here that is why we're doing this work we're here to empower you we are here to teach you how to fully clear protect seal your energy and feel confident in doing that so let's dive in i'm gonna start tonight off by talking about energy transference um this is the foundation of what we're going to talk about through this free master class as well as the sacred energy is how did this energy come to you right and so the basics of energy transference is that we can pick up energy everywhere we go and as highly sensitive human beings you may have had this experience where you enter a room and you're like I feel everyone's energy. I feel this, I feel this, I feel this. And that's a piece of it. But what I realized is that it goes beyond just the feeling and the sensing of energies, right? You know, the, the saying, you become the five people you surround yourself with most. I believe that's true, one, because yes, you can pick up mannerisms, but you're also picking up the energy of the people around you, right? I've shared this story so many times. I spent a, a week at home a couple summers ago and i had a family member that was really in a state of worry like um constantly you know it wasn't anything dramatic it didn't really impact me in the moment but it was just it was something i had noticed it was like oh you're gonna go do this be careful right it was just that like subtle i'm worried energy but it wasn't really something that i thought about while i was there it didn't really bug me it was just like oh yeah this is this is what's happening but when i left the interesting thing is that when i left i was back in my apartment i was living in denver at the time and i was sitting there and i was like i'm worried about everything right now it's the weirdest thing right and what had happened it actually picked up an entity of worry from this family member wild right and i had a healer at the time that helped me clear that because i didn't really understand what was happening this was still in the, the place where i didn't understand how energies was how energy was transferred right and so she helped me clear that energy of worry off we cleared it I stopped feeling really worried. It was like a miracle happened overnight and I was mind blown, right? But that was kind of the extent at that time of my energetic understanding. But this is how I understand energy transference, right? Or maybe you go to a restaurant, this, I heard this on a podcast a while back, it's like you go to a restaurant, you sit down in a booth and you're feeling like totally fine, totally great, nothing, like, nothing happened. You just sat in that booth and all of a sudden you feel angry or you feel sad or you feel frustrated and it's like there's no real tangible reason you should be feeling this way and yet here you are feeling this way, right? Like it's not coming from anything that triggered you, it's not coming from anything outside of you, it's just all of a sudden this really intense feeling there's likely an energy in that space that you're picking up, right? Maybe the person before you had a really strong emotion of anger and they left part of that energy there. Or maybe there was an entity or something there that is, you know, has these frequencies running and you're just picking up on the frequencies that are running around you in the physical um, space that you're in. So for those of you who are feeling like, oh, that's overwhelming, that's a lot to take in, I want you to just take what resonates and leave the rest as always. Like if something is like, this doesn't really resonate, you do not have to take on anything that 
I am putting out there, but this is from my own experiences, what I've deemed true. And from the mentors that I've worked with, um, we also feel we've had the same experiences. So based on my understanding, my spiritual gifts, my um, perception, these are the realities that I'm living in, that there are frequencies out there that we can pick up. So again, you're picking up energy all the time. Whether you actually take it on as your own or not is based on probably your energetic boundaries. Those of us who are a little bit codependent, raise your hand. Those of you who feel responsible sometimes for other people's emotions, you are likely, based on my own personal experience, more likely to pick up these emotions because you're more open because you have the perception that you're responsible on some level for other people's emotions. So you're likely more open to picking these things up. I simply say that because I tend to be a codependent person. I tend to feel everyone's energy around me. It was how I was raised, you know, like navigating what's the energy of the, you know, room I'm walking into. Is it safe? Do I have to leave? Like that was just kind of how it was. And so I'm a little bit more prone, um, prone and open to managing the energies in the room. And therefore I am also more prone to picking up these energies. So if we're thinking of it from like a trauma based background, from a psychology background, we can also think of it that way, but there is this energy transference that's happening. What can happen is that we will start to feel drained. We will start to feel exhausted. We will start to feel like, I want to work with clients, but I just feel so blah after them, or I feel that like I pick up everything, or I start to process my client stuff as my own, or whatever that may be. And this is what was happening um, for me during the time that I was also taking on these energies of my narcissistic um, mentor. Excuse me, I drank kombucha before this. Um, well, um, so you may be feeling this way after clients. I want you to just take note, right, of what we're talking about. These are little things that can click in your brain and say, oh yeah, I do feel really drained or I do feel um, tired. I'm, and I'm going to use some really extreme examples of when I was working at a hospital, you guys, I was working with a lot of patients with PTSD. I was working at a veterans hospital. Most of the patients I worked with had PTSD, really intense, heavy, emotional stuff they were working through. And even though I was their dietitian, these things were often coming up because they were tied together, right? Food and mental health, very tied together. And I was taking everything on because I didn't know how to clear cut cords in between clients. And I would have a client sit in my office and I would leave at the end of the day and it would just feel heavy. Like my body would feel heavy. And I was like, I don't understand what's happening, right? And taking on all these heavy emotions and then pulling them for my clients and bringing them home with me. So you may start to notice these feelings. I'm just explaining how I perceive it and how I sense it. So you can start to say, oh yes, I perceive that. I sense that some of you are going to, we're talking about this more in the energy perception um, part of today's masterclass. All of you are going to perceive energy differently. How I perceive it is very um, empathetically, right? So my psychic ability is very much so empathetic. I feel it in my body where people feel things. I share this with my clients very often. Um, when I'm doing energy work, or quantum healing work with clients. Oftentimes what I will do is I'll go into their field, I'll call their higher, higher self forward. And all of a sudden I had a client once and I was like, oh my God, my shoulder hurts so fucking bad. Like it was instant. The moment I called her higher self forward, it was like, I felt this weight on my shoulders. And I get on the call with her later and I was like, girl, how's your, how's your upper back neck area? She's like, oh my God, my, my massage therapist has to work on this. 
all the time. It's always the part that's most painful for me. She's like, I, when I go get a massage, that's all they do is work on my shoulders. I was like, I literally got in your field. I was like, holy shit, she's in so much pain. Right. So you may perceive it that way, or you may see things, right? Some people see things. Some people hear things. Some people write things. Some people feel like I feel in their bodies. Some people will, um, just know things, right? So you, are going to play around a little bit today about understanding that energetic perception and getting a little bit ahead of myself, but I wanted to share that um, as we go through and you start to, to sense how you may pick up energy. Um, and we're talking about that energetic boundaries. I want you to start to, to maybe the red or the red flags with a little light bulbs will go on of how you are currently picking energy up from other people or how you're sensing or able to sense when you are picking energy up. So why do energetic boundaries in your containers, in your spaces, and with your clients create trust? They are key, you guys, and here's why. There is a lot of, I'm going to say it, I'm going to call spade a spade. There's a lot of energetic manipulation happening in the coaching sales spiritual community, and I don't think it's intentional, but it is happening. And here's how it's happening. I was taught this method by many, many mentors, and I didn't really realize why it worked so well until I realized why it worked so well, and I stopped doing it. Um, and the, this is that you get a list of people that you think would be ideal clients, and you pick out specific people. So let me let me know if this resonates. And this is different than having this idea, oh my gosh, I feel like this person needs a session and then they end up in your inbox, right? At the same time, that's very different. What I'm talking about is the pre-meditated psychic energy send. And this looks like you're launching a program and you're like, oh my gosh, I feel like this person and this person and this person and Martha and Susan and Ashley and Jordan and Lucy and Delia and Goliath, <laughs> naming my dogs now. Um, not those, but not that those have to be dog names. Well, yeah, I digress. Um, I would, I feel like they would all be the perfect fits and I want them in my programs. And what you are doing in that moment is fucking with their free will. And while this may be helpful for your sales, what ends up happening down the road is that person realizes that they weren't the one making the decision. Because you are such a powerful manifester is that when we go to write someone's name on a list for our programs, if you're really good at manifesting, which most people who have good sales are, you're actually using psychic manipulation to get them into a program. And what will happen down the road is that because you didn't have clear energetic boundaries and only if this is in the highest and best, you may get intuitive hits about people like, oh, I feel like they're going to be in this program. I feel like they'd be a good fit for this. You may get that intuitive hit, but when we have clean energy, there's no attachment and there's no intentional psychic manifestation where we're pinpointing a specific person and almost pinging them with our thoughts, right? And so when we start to create a really clean energetic boundary around ourselves, we no longer ping people and it creates this beautiful trust. And the trust goes like this. I feel called to work with XYZ and XYZ holds space for that, but they don't ping me. And what I mean by that is you can feel every time someone thinks about you, once you become really energetically sensitive, you can start to feel what, when someone's actually thinking about you, when someone's in your field, because your higher self is connecting. 
And um, when someone is really clean with their energy, you can feel their intention behind the energy they're sending you. And you can feel the detachment, right? And so while this may not be conscious for someone who's entering your program, if your energy is super clean and you're only manifesting from the place of, you know, open doors, no expectation, no, you know, singling out specific people, people will enter that and feel really safe in your energy. They will feel really empowered and they will feel like they chose to be there rather than why am I here? How do I get into this? Like, I don't even know if this is for me. Right. And so when we call in from that place, it creates expansion in our business. It creates trust with your clients and it creates repeat, repeat buyers because people trust that you are not singling them out and they trust that you are buying from a place of pure intent. So it also creates trust. Oops, losing my notes here. Um, because you're not allowing outside energy. So when we have really clear energetic boundaries, not only do we have clean energy between our clients, there's a clean energy transference and we're not getting like pulling their energy into us or pushing our energy into them. Um, when we have those clear energetic boundaries, we also have clear energetic boundaries in our containers, right? We're able to seal our containers. I personally do this with ultraviolet fire. I also pull entities off people when I'm going to go work with them so that there's no outside in interference. And if that's something you're really interested in, in chatting about, we can talk about that in the Sacred Spaces three-day masterclass, which I invite you to join. I invite you to be a part of. It's going to be a really potent, powerful three days. Um, and when we have those containers in our spaces, people may not even consciously realize it, but they're going to feel really safe because you're not taking their energy. They're not taking yours. And there's also no outside influence on that container. When I have this narcissistic mentor, and I say she was narcissistic, but I really think that she was fully brainwashed. She was in a cult for a very long time and that she was at the point where she really didn't have like any control over energy. She was constantly getting like doing things based on what that person who was sending energy through her to me wanted her to do. So she was kind of like just a robot going through the motions. I never felt safe in her containers. I always felt really like nauseous and off and sickly after having calls with her. And I didn't understand what was happening at the time, but it was because outside influence was allowing to, into the space. And it's really, it sucks when you have these outside influences happening because she could have been a really powerful mentor, healer, coach, had she not been brainwashed and had these outside energies um, not been getting in. It's really intense, heavy, but this is how we start to create trust is that we create these really strong boundaries. We know we're that powerful being who nothing can fuck with us. We know that we can set these boundaries. We know that we can clear our field. We can know that we can lock it down and we know that we can shove, you know, just pop things out when they've entered. Um, it doesn't have to be the scary thing. So this creates safety in your containers because in your retreats, in your courses, because not only are you no longer transferring between you and your client, your clients are transferring energy back and forth because you've set that space before every call. You've set that space before every retreat. You set that space between calls. You're cutting cords between calls. You're disconnecting energy between calls in a way that's like psychically responsible. So to me, that is why sacred spaces and sacred energy is so important. Why it's so important to clear and seal. Um, I do want to talk about, let me just check my notes real quick. 
Yeah, so sacred spaces, the three-day class is gonna go into how to actually do these things. I wanted to cover why it's important because I think it's something that's not really talked about in the coaching industry. Um, and that is kind of shied away from because it can be a little bit of a heavier concept and it can create fear if we're not doing it from an empowered place, right? We're coming at this from an empowered place like for free will sovereign being, uh, 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 nothing can touch us, nothing can be in our field. If you do think you have something in your field, I would encourage you to just call upon God's source energy. I am a divine free will being. Nothing's allowed to be in my field. I ask that you remove and I revoke access to my field from anyone or any outside energy that is accessing my field, my energy now. Let it be here throughout time and space. It is done, right? Like you can kind of like set that intention, even if you can't quite sense, they may come back, but you're going to be able to like pull things out of your field just by doing that. And you can also do this for your children. Um, as well as your clients, if you feel like there might be something that's interfering um, on your calls, I get really like, I can feel it. Like it just like, it's like a stirry feeling in me when I feel like there's an outside energy in the space. Again, we'll go into this more in the three-day masterclass. Okay, so how do we start to perceive energy? I already talked about the different types of energy. I think number one, in order to perceive energy, we have to, I'm always gonna say this, like deal with your trauma, deal with your shit, do the inner healing work because here's the reality is you are taking trauma with you into the quantum. And so until you've really gotten a clear, um, until you've started to pull back some of that trauma, it's really hard for you to have clear, um, energy going up into the quantum. And I could not do energy work after my experience, after my traumatic experience, probably, it took me six months to really get back on the horse fully. And even now there are times where I'm like, nope, I can't do this right now. And I'm just going to do my own healing work and focus on that so that I can go in and, and do the energy work without being bogged down by all these different like fear-based stories. So get help, work with a therapist, work with a trauma-informed um, mentor, work with someone who can actually handle and hold space for the trauma um, before you start to do the work. You can still or before you start to really go into the quantum and before you start to um, do work with other people's higher selves, that kind of stuff. That being said, we can always do energetic maintenance. So before we start perceiving energy, I think it's really important that we do energetic maintenance, um, that we do energetic clearing and protection. I'm not going to fully go into this today because I have a podcast episode that goes into how to just do like a quick tune up of your energy, how to cut cords, how to seal, how to fill your vessel with light. And I'm going to explain what this does. Um, and also link that in the email that I send out of the replay of this masterclass. Excuse me. Um, I think it's like in the one thirties. Also, if you're looking for the episode on my podcast, the podcast is the Razor vibration podcast and you will find it. I think in the one thirties is um, when I got released, it wasn't that long ago. It's June of 2021 right now, in case you're watching this like down the road. So create energetic hygiene is essentially cutting cords between client calls, cutting cords at the end of your day, cutting cords when you feel like you have transferred energy with someone and sending their energy back and pulling your energy back into your body. It's a very simple thing to do after every call. It's probably the, um, most important way to build energy perception. And here's why is because if you have everyone else's energy in your field or you're like 
leaking energy or draining energy, or you're just like, your energy is all over the place at a, in a, a bunch of different places, right? And your clients field and you're like connecting in and they're bringing information about clients at all times. And you're like, oh my God, I'm overstimulated. There's no way you're going to be able to be really intentional about feeling an energy that you want to sense, right? So the basics of energy perception are really energetic maintenance and knowing your own energy. And you cannot do know your own energy if you're always in other people's energy. And so getting time where you can be quiet, where you can be still, where you can feel your energy, where you can practice energetic hygiene, energetic maintenance is going to be really empowering for you when it comes to perceiving energy. So again, there's a podcast episode that I will link, but essentially what I do every single morning, it's been a little, I can't say, I can't say every single morning, almost every single morning. If I don't get it done in the morning right now, I have a puppy that's a little wild that I haven't been like, we've been waking up at six and just kind of like going. So if I don't get it in the morning, I will do it when she goes down for a nap at some point in time, I'll fill my vessel with light. That's number one, right? So this is the thing I do religiously because I can feel like God source energy, I will tune myself to God source energy by filling my vessel. I bring a water flow, waterfall of God source light, and I like flow it down my um, central vertical pillar, where we bring information in, right down all the way through the chakra system. I will flood it with light, and I will literally like feel it. I can feel it as I'm saying, like connecting to light and bringing it into the chakra system. You can feel it like wash over your body and you should actually feel, and it's okay if you can't sense these things. I have people who um, really struggle to perceive and that's okay. You're, you know, I don't want you to think that this has to happen right away just because I want it. I want to, I want to be able to feel things. The more you detach from actually feeling them and just intending that I'm going to fill my vessel with light, that will call that energy in. And even though if you, even if you can't feel it right away, you're attuning yourself to how it does feel. And the more you sit in silence and allow yourself to just feel and process and do the healing work too, um, the more you will be able to perceive, sense, feel. This was my experience, at least some people, it just activates overnight and some people, they will never have that experience. And so for me, you know, one thing I've really wanted and also not wanted at the same time, but I've always wanted to be able to see things, right? I'm like, oh my gosh, people see these things. And I like, I can't fucking see anything. Someone tap my third eye on ding, ding, ding is working. No, um, I want to see things, right? I'm like, I want to see people's energy fields. I want to be able to sew things up and like actually see what I'm saying, but I can't right now. And so right now I'm just using my empathetic ability to sense and feel i'm using the sewing a lot i, I do a lot of goal and etheric template repairs in my quantum healing sessions and so that's where that's coming from if you don't know what that is that doesn't matter you don't need to um but i'll fill my vessel with light that's step one we're going back to the <laughs> what i originally started with i'll bring it all the way down i'll bring it down to the layers of the earth I can literally feel it happening now I'll connect into the diamond-like plasmic grid in the center of the earth connecting to mother earth energy i'll bring that grounding energy all the way back up to the bottom of my feet up through my legs, connecting with my heart space. I'll spin my field. This is just part of my practice. I'll spin my field. And your field should be going in a really bad clockwise and clockwise direction. So you should be spinning clockwise. Your field should be spinning clockwise. So it's almost like I'm spinning the energy around my body. And what will happen is you'll actually pull things out of your field by doing that. Um, I learned that from my, one of my mentors, Kara Gras. <laughs> Kara Gas. Um, and Renee Furbit, well, she's Renee Vidal. She was Furbish when I met her. Um, 
or that was what she had on Instagram or Facebook. Anyways, um, I digress. Two amazing mentors who will take, who can take you further in energy work. If you want to learn more, that being said, spinning my field. And then I will run ultraviolet fire around my field, which these are things you're going to learn in the three day sacred spaces masterclass. Again, I highly encourage you to be there. If this is stuff that you're like, I need to know how to do this. This is just, this is what I need. Um, and you do have a coupon code, you guys, you have a coupon code. So for those of you who are in the sacred energy, this masterclass, you're watching the replay right now. If you're not watching the replay and you're watching this on Instagram, which is where I'm going to post it next, DM me. I will give you a um, coupon code for 111 off. So it's literally going to be $111 for three days of this masterclass. And it's going to be an intense, amazing masterclass. I highly encourage you to be there. Um, again, DM me for that coupon code, but you will have it in the email link. I will also put the coupon code in the email. So check that if you feel called to be there. Um, after that, I will run ultraviolet fire around my field. I will use that ultraviolet fire to clear any cords, any energies that aren't mine, anything in my field that doesn't feel like it is me or it is in alignment with me. Um, and then there's a few other things I do. Again, we'll go into that in sacred spaces for a little more in-depth clearing. And then after that, I will do call upon a 12th dimensional seal. And that's kind of like the energetic bubble you learned about on steroids. That's how I think of it. It's like this 12th dimensional seal is this, it's not going to protect me from everything, but it's going to create a boundary or a, um, just so I can notice if something's in my field, right? I'm like, oh, I feel this 12th dimensional seal around me and it's, it's keeping my energy separate from the outside world. So I know what energy is mine and what's other people's. So last but not least, I want to talk about energy perception. I know that's probably what some of you who are here are most excited to talk about. <sighs> energy perception. I want to talk about how to start tapping into energetic perception. I'm just kind of tuning in what, to want, what wants to come through. And something that's been really powerful for me in learning for me is that I am a type A. I like to do, do, do. I love to work. I'm a generator in human design. So I love to be doing, doing, doing. Um, and doing, doing, doing does not allow space and time for you to really fully connect and drop in. So my first message in starting to perceive energy is to be still, clear your schedule out, and not saying that it has to be fully empty, but maybe create space in your schedule. If you have the ability to, I block until 11 a.m. Most days, this will probably change now with the puppy, but at most, you know, when I'm on a, my normal schedule, I was blocking until 11 a.m. so that I could do energetic maintenance, dropping in, doing body work, feeling my body, just kind of like connecting for the day, take the space. And if you don't have that luxury right now, because that is a luxury and I know that is a privilege that I've um, co-created for myself, if that is not an option or available for you right now, maybe that is waking up an extra 15 minutes, right? Just giving yourself the space, 15 minutes to do a little breathing, and just being right not going through a guided meditation, not going through, not that there's anything wrong with that. I think those can be incredible tools, but just simply like being with your energy, 
being present. And when we get really present, we can start to feel what we feel like. And that's when we can start to perceive our energy. The moment we can perceive our energy, we can start to tell when there's energy in our field that's not ours. And we can also actually use it as a tool to perceive other people's energy um, when it's ethically appropriate, right? I'm not going around perceiving people's energy because it's fun. I'm perceiving clients' energy when they've given me permission to access their field. And I can, when I tune into their energy, I will start to feel things. Oh, this isn't mine, this isn't mine, because I already know what my energy is like and I know what other people's energy in my field is like. So when I'm feeling things or perceiving things, I'm very aware. So that's step number one. Um, the basics of energy perception are like these little angel flashes in my office all day today and it's been really fun there's like little sparkles that will like pop up at first I thought I was losing my mind and then I was like literally staring right at one and they like saw it and I was like oh little flashes of light it's fun anyways I digress maybe this is me opening up my third eye finally tapping it on hi are we are we awake um getting quiet and getting still step number one step number two to energy perception is trusting your intuition, allowing yourself to be guided. And for those of you who are like I am, and trusting your intuition has maybe led you some places that you haven't loved is learning how to retrust yourself after something happens that you've perceived as a failure, right? So how can you start to trust that intuition? It's as simple as asking intuition, what do I want for lunch? And trusting that and doing that, right? Intuition, what should I do tonight, right? Like you have an open night or free time. Where should I go? Intuition, what hike should I do today? Intuition, I'm, you know, really feeling called to meet new people. Where would you take me in order to meet these people? Starting to ask yourself questions and then trusting the answer or the little pings that come through. Because when you ask the question, the, the answer will come. It just maybe not come direct like you wanted to. Like, yes, no, I know. It may come in and like, a, oh, I kind of want to kombucha. I should stop at this place. Or I kind of want to X, Y, Z, I should go to this park, whatever that may be. Allowing yourself to be guided. The next thing you can do, which I find is really fun, um, is tuning into what a yes and what a no feels like in your body. I've literally taught this to every single one of my clients at every single program I do because I think it's so important for us to know what a yes feels like in our body and what a no feels like in our body. I don't think we can run a business without this. I don't think we can trust ourselves. I don't think we know ourselves unless we know what our energy feels like. We cannot do this unless we're in our body. So again, getting grounded, getting present, breathing, taking time to just be with your body and then asking yourself and do this with me now. Let's take a few deep breaths in, getting present. Hey soul, what does the yes feel like? I hope you can hear glass snores right now. They're really cute. Hey, soul, show me bigger. What does a yes feel like? Maybe you feel expansion. Maybe you feel tingling. Maybe your heart kind of opens up. I want you to notice the sensations that your body is experiencing when it feels like a yes. And trust that. So for me, I feel this like fluttering in my heart. I feel like a full body tingles and chills. I feel these things, right? 
Um, and then the same thing for no, hey soul. What does a no feel like in my body? I feel immediately my energy shuts down like this. My stomach kind of knots up a little bit. It feels like a wall kind of goes up and it's like, nope, no. That's how it feels for me. Um, so I want you to play with that, just tuning in what's a yes and no, and then and then start to check your intuition or check your gut response. So you can do this by asking questions like making statements. Um, my favorite color is orange. How does that feel in my body? Nothing wrong with orange. I just hate orange. It's one of those colors that I'm like not drawn to. I don't like it. Maybe it has something to do with my sacral. We'll see. Um, that just came here like um, that's that's that that's also the chakra I do the most work on. Interesting. Okay. Um, how to, and then asking a question that you know is true. I love the color pink. Anyone else feel it? I'm like, yes, I do. Yes, yes. You can ask it, what's your favorite? Like, I love pickles. Oh my God, I fucking love pickles. Yes. I love kombucha. Yes. I love fish. Uh oh. So you can start to ask yourself, and I know this seems silly to be doing this, but your energy perception is a practice. <laughs> If I've learned anything over the past year, it is a practice because what happens when I not, I stop using my energy perception and I stop doing energy work is that I start to digress or regress or go backwards is what I'm trying to say. Um, and so I want you to practice feeling what yes and no feels like, because for some of you, your ability to proceed is going to start with yes, no questions. This is very much how my energy perception started out is you know, I'd ask a question about, I, I do pricing like with my clients a lot. So I'm gonna use that example. I just got off a, a, a call for my program, It's in the Vibes. And we talked about tuning into what is, what is the right price for you? So maybe it's asking like, is it in alignment for me to price this program at $111? Yes. Is it in alignment? That's how much sacred um, spaces is. Is it an alignment? This is what that's what I had in mind as I was asking the question. Is it an alignment for me to to receive two twenty two for this program? Yes. So two twenty two is the price without the coupon. Interesting. Is it an alignment for me to receive three thirty three for this program? No. No. Okay. Cool. That's what I'm gonna price it at. I'm gonna price it at two twenty two. Some people buy it full price. People um, stumble across the coupon code. Great. They can use that as well. Right. So this is how I do it. Um, and as we start to tune in and, and trust that yes, no, we can start to ask other questions. And this is something we're going to teach you in sacred spaces is how to use your intuition to understand when other energies are in the field. So you can start to ask questions like, is this energy mine? Are there cords ported into me? Those are things that you can very much so do. We're not going to talk about removing cords on this masterclass, but you can just pull them out of your field. You can run ultraviolet fire on them. If you don't know what that is, join us for sacred spaces. We are going to go deeper into this um, work. You can also start to practice energy perception. This is coming through is that if you are an empath, which I'm going to guess many of you who are on this call or will watch three play are empaths. One last way you can start to use your energy perception is to, when you walk into a room, 
if you start to feel energy, I want you to start to recognize, is this energy mine? And send it back. If you can feel it and you're like, oh no, it's not. You get that, nope, not my energy. You send it back. Send it back. Send it back. Um, you can start to use this in your client sessions, right? Many of you are likely already doing this if you have clients of your own where you're getting on client calls and all of a sudden you start to feel and perceive things and it leads you to where they need to be guided. Um, this often happens for me as I'll get like, you know, an inspired idea. I'll get a feeling in my body of where we need to guide them to energetically. What also may, you may also want to do is before your client calls, start to ask us some questions. Do we need to work on money today? Do we need to work on energy today? Do we need to work on, you know, if you're working with chakras, do we need to work on the third eye? Do we need to work on the first chakra? Asking those yes, no questions and starting to develop that intuitive ability. So I hope this is helpful for you guys. I know it's the very basics of energy and understanding how energy works, understanding how energy transference happens, understanding why sacred spaces is going to create expansion in your business, right? Having really solid energetic boundaries creates trust, creates safety and creates integrity and also allows you to have more energy to go do more of what you love. So I hope this is helpful for you guys. If you loved this, please do let me know if you have questions, shoot them to me over email. And that is all I have for you guys. I hope you have a great rest of your day.